All right, well, I will just get to it because part of the rambling I have, uh, this is for the Jack Reacher stuff. Um, I have a private group, or a private group was created. Um, you're welcome to check it out. What I'll do while I talk is I'll actually copy and paste so you can see it. Um, so people kind of know what I'm talking about. But the group that was created is called Bosley for Reacher. Um, and uh, rather than post this video in there, because um, it's not exclusive, that's just kind of a narrower audience, but some people may not want to join the group, so that's why I just figured I'd post it here on uh, my public page. Um, but yeah, so there's the group. And uh, I'll just get to the point, and then those, I know a lot of people are going to kind of listen to this retroactively or come back to it. Um, I have some notes that I've uh, acquired since our last... Um, Jack Reacher talk. So if I'm looking over here, it's because that's where my notes are. I'm, I promise you all have my full attention. <coughs> Still fighting that cough. I feel fine. But for those on the podcast that are hearing this, uh, I apologize for your eardrums. All right, so basically, um, I'm looking at my notes, and a lot of these topics have come up, and I'll just address them. I know some people wanted to talk. Um, what I'll talk about, here's what I'll talk about, and then I'll hit them. Um, some people want to know explicitly what I'm doing for diet training and all that for the role. I'll get to that. Um, and then kind of some other points um, regarding this character being fictional, uh, me being all over the internet, saturating for this. Um, hey, Adrian. Um, and I will also be discussing looking the part versus having being an actor. Um, and then how Hollywood really works. And... Uh, height and weight on screen. So I'll, uh, again, what I'm going to touch on is training and diet, uh, character being fictional, um, advertising, looking the part versus being able to act, uh, how Hollywood works, and uh, height and weight on screen. So let's just get to it. And uh, you're welcome to comment. I'll try to keep up, but I'll try to not respond until I'm through these topics. Training and diet, I'll do at the end. Um, so first off, these are just notes I've been taking. Um, in a couple of the other groups, there are some Jack Reacher groups or, um, uh, yeah, pretty much Jack Reacher fan groups that have welcomed me into their world. Um, I try not to hijack their threads, uh, but I also am, you know, publicizing this cause. And um, for those of you new, that's Izzy. She has more life than she looks, I promise. Um, but so I'm in those groups and. Um, Um, and uh, basically one of the things I want to touch on, and none of this is meant to be, I apologize, but I, not to sound like a dick. And I say a lot of this because if you don't know, I was a fan of Jack Reacher before this whole cause. Um, I, I'm not just catching up reading the books because I want the role. I, I read one of the first books <clears throat> when I was still in the army. And granted, when I read it, I thought, holy crap, this is me. Um, I'm, this, I'm Jack, Jack is me, which came first, chicken or the egg. Fast forward to now, obviously I fully believe I want that role and I am that role. But with that being said, um, one thing as a fan, um, let's just use an example of Batman. I love Batman character. I love the Batman 66 character. I like the take that the Ben Affleck Batman is doing based on some, uh, some reference and source material. But at the end of the day, I know it's an actor playing the role. It'd be awesome for him to fulfill a lot of the things I want 
the character of Bruce Wayne and Batman to have um, from their, the actor they cast. But it's a fictional character that they have to choose from real-world people to fill. So yes, um, some people are really passionate about Jack Reacher, as am I, uh, as an actor and a fan. But you, I need people to know he's fictional, right? There's not going to be one human on this planet that is exactly Jack Reacher, because Jack Reacher is a fictional character. Ideally, you find an actor, hopefully me, that fills as many checkpoints as possible. And then the rest that um, I, hopefully, uh, the remaining check marks I don't fill, I fill through the thing called acting. So, this is a fictional character, and every time... <coughs> I'm so sorry, I try not to do that. But every time um, somebody says... Uh, one example, again, I'm not trying to read into text because text I know can come across misleading. But I, I posted, um, actually I was posting that I was doing this live video today. And I got a couple of remarks that seemed slightly like, I posted it saying, hey, come check it out if you want to talk. And the two remarks, uh, with all due respect if you're watching, said something like, you know Jack Reacher's quiet and humble, right? Yeah, I do. I've read the books. I know the character description. Uh, I'm studying the character religiously. And so let's just assume, I, I want to give you the benefit of the doubt that, that won't, those weren't digs, but they seemed kind of diggy. So let's assume they were digs. Yeah, I know Jack Reacher's quiet and humble. Um, I can play quiet and humble, and I can play the character. Any actor should be able to do that. If you're looking for a human to exist on the planet that's Jack Reacher, the person doesn't exist because the character is a fictional character. Uh, that's where acting comes into play. And this ties into uh, kind of one of my other points about how Hollywood works. Um, don't mistake this, in lieu of that, don't mistake this campaign for arrogance. Uh, there's confidence. I, I will absolutely say that. But um, me advertising or the person seemed kind of a little upset that I put, um, that I was advertising this, this live talk. It's not narcissistic. It's not because I go when I'm going to rewatch this and stroke my ego. It's because I firmly believe in getting this role and I firmly want fans to be part of that journey. <laughs> and so um, to answer those little digs, uh, yeah, I know Jack Reacher's quiet and humble. I know Jack Reacher wouldn't be on social media, but you do know there's a difference between the actor and the character. I intimately need you to understand that. Um, people who know me know I'm a really nice guy. I'm a, probably a teddy bear most of the existence of my day. Um, but I can act, and I've done some horrendous roles. I've played a child molester. I've played a man that tries to rape his sister. Um, that's not Jeff. That is the character. So thank Christ that's not Jeff, because those are really messed up roles. So again, it's called acting. Um, and then on that same note, again, just looking at notes. <coughs> um, yeah, I know my hair's not blonde. And uh, those of you who know me kind of know me with brown hair, so you probably think blonde would look weird, so you can't unsee that I have brown hair. But let's say nobody's whoever's met me uh, meets me with blonde hair, a good blonde hair, sandy blonde hair dye job with eyebrows and whatever. They might not even think twice. However, it might not look right. Again, you need to get as many of the Jack Reacher-isms as possible, and then the rest might have to be compromised or filled in some other way. Uh, tattoo cover-up, uh, hair dye, 
or just maybe not even hair dye. Uh, the character in um, Interview with the, or not Interview with the Vampire, the book called The Vampire Lestat, of which the second movie was made of, the from the Vampire Chronicles, the one after the Brad Pitt Tom Cruise Interview with the Vampire. That actor, it's it's in the um, making of. The actor looked ridiculous with blonde hair, uh, so they didn't give him blonde hair. The Lestat is blonde, thus Tom Cruise having a blonde wig in uh, Interview with the Vampire. So again, it's acting. We're trying to find, and me as a fan, I want to find the best Batman or the best whatever to check as many boxes as possible. The rest have to be filled in with makeup or lighting or effects or hair dye or whatever. So really need you to know that. Um, and then moving on to the next topic. Um, I just Here's my note verbatim. And thank you for the notes. I'm trying to read these as fast as possible, and I'll come back to them as I go. Um, me, uh, this, this is to address somebody in one of the groups. Um, look, me being loud online right now and doing all this, it's not me being a dick. It's because I care. Uh, don't mistake this campaign as arrogance. I just refuse to roll over and die. Um, and Hollywood is a game. Uh, anybody that says otherwise is uh, new or lying, or they're super successful and kind of can already just kind of roll with coast. Getting into Hollywood is not easy. Uh, getting consistent work is not easy. So I admittedly, and I don't mean this maliciously, and I'm not bad-mouthing the industry, but I will play the game and I'll win the game. I'm not going to be able to change the rules. Uh, unfortunately, there's some messed up rules, obviously. But let's say on the pure level, on the innocent good level, there are some rules of Hollywood I can't change. But I will win at them and I will... I will look at my battlefield, so to speak, and go, okay, let's just call Hollywood an IED. It's a really messed up metaphor, but as far as warfare goes, IEDs are brilliant. Um, they're cheap. They destroy the morale of the enemy, us. Um, they don't. They have a lot of damage to cost ratio. Um, so IEDs are brilliant. So we're not going to stop the enemy from making IEDs, but we're going to learn how they do it and work around it and fight the battle and win Win, win the war their way, or win the war with those rules in place. It's how Hollywood is. Uh, I'm going to play the game, um, and I'll win my way. And then once I kind of have my inertia, I'll be like, all right, I'm going to do, I don't have to do it your way anymore because I played the game to win, and now I'll continue. Um, and so, and then again, a lot of you you on here are familiar friends and faces. Um, some, of them, some of you are literally friends of mine. Um, so you can back this. Um, a lot of you, I'm new. I'm new to you. Uh, you. I came out of the blue on this Jack Reacher thing, and I don't do that often. I, kind, you know, I'll like um, pimp out projects and whatnot. But I, I normally, I know, like when they're casting for Batman or something, I know they're not going to look at a new face. Uh, studios are scared to risk lots of money on an unknown quantity. Thus, casting, I would imagine, thus casting Tom Cruise in an inappropriately cast role because it's a guaranteed moneymaker. Fans obviously weren't happy. Uh, but for those of you, but so I know I'm not going to try to push for the next, you know, Wolverine or all that. I believe a lot of things, but I do know how the system works. Um, but this one, Mr. Child said that there's a chance or he's going to look at an unknown actor. That's one in a billion. That doesn't happen, especially for something major like this. So that's why I just went to town. And so I'm on a lot of people's faces and a lot of people's radar that have never seen me or met me. They only know me from this, this campaign, so to speak. And with that being said, if I'm new to you, uh, I mean this with all, with, sincerely with all due respect, don't judge me, you don't know me. 
Um, I, I, I put as much as you, I can online a, away from the Jack Reacher thing so you can find me, hopefully get a vibe for me. I do these so you can get to know me. I post the interviews I do, I post the speeches and, and the talks I do. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. So you can go back and kind of, you know, I guess stalk me and kind of get to know me. Um, so you know that I'm not just this advertising campaign. I'm, I'm a real boy. <laughs> so, um, and then my next point I want to bring up, I, I'm seeing all your comments and I'll keep, I'll join, I'll address them momentarily. Um, my next point, and this is in regards to a lot of posts on other things. So this is slightly competitive, but I'm also saying this is a fan. I know I'm kind of my own worst enemy on this because I want the role as an actor, but I also want the role done right as a fan. And I, I'm the answer for both those scenarios. But people, we as fans, um, need to know this. Um, <laughs> somebody can look like a doctor and act like a doctor, uh, but if they don't have the training, they're going to kill you. <laughs> so we need to realize that looking the part is highly and crazy important, especially the height. Uh, we all know that, that when, he, when Child wrote these books, the height, uh, the build, and all the physical features of Reacher weren't just kind of side descriptions. A lot of authors and books do that. Like they'll be like, oh, Lestat in uh, Vampire Chronicles has blonde hair. <laughs> That's that. So they just kind of move on. Just they, they help paint the, par the description of the character to kind of you know help the reader see the character in their own mind. Um, but we all know Child wrote Jack extremely specifically, and it's always a major point in the plot. So obviously there's very little compromise as far as Reacher's uh, stature. Um, however, <laughs> perfect example, I can't think of the name, but somebody uh, threw the name of a football player in. The dude has literally never acted in his life. He may, and so that's a perfect example. And then a lot of people chimed in saying, yeah, cast him. Um, it's a, I don't, again, none of this means to be on a pedestal higher than thou. I mean, a lot of this truly is a fan. But I would be super pissed if my book series that I'm a fan of got led by an inexperienced person that looked apart that played football and had no acting ability. Uh, no disrespect to the per I can't remember who they said, uh, but that'll suck. That that will suck. <laughs> acting, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying acting's curing cancer. It's, it's not, but it is to do it right and uh, do it well and do the fictional thing justice. You kind of have to have a little experience um, and training and and you also need to be able to evolve as an actor based on your training and your experience. It's, it's a constantly evolving process. And you throw in a football player or whomever that, uh, that goes from, you know, and that's why I think a lot of people are like, uh, go look at famous singers and go, now I'm going to be an actor. Next thing you know, they're in famous movies. It's, and some of them crush it, don't get me wrong. But it's also kind of like, God, you know, this person just because of a name gets a chance. Uh, I, I, as a fan, do not want a football player playing Jack. He may pull it out of his butt and just have be a natural actor, and I, I'll swallow, I'll swallow some humble pie. But let's, as fans, look at casting the, the part will only if you cast the part based on a look, that's only going to last one episode before we realize you hired a cyborg that has no, uh, odds are has no skill as an actor or uh, experience as an actor or training as an actor. They just uh, said, oh, I'm, I'm a famous football player now. I want to be an actor. And then odds are they don't have the foundation to evolve as an actor or as a character because if this is a, as of this being a series, this is going to be a very, especially depending on how they shoot it, especially if they do flashbacks or some sort of linear growth, 
that is that's that's like an actor wet dream to be able to play a character and actually portray that character growing um, a lot of stuff you already have to have had that in your mind when you make a movie because there's already that that, that character has a lifetime of stuff that's not even in the film whereas a series you get to build and grow that character and if you don't know what you're doing you're kind of not going to do the character justice and as a fan as an actor I'd be pissed um, and then this next bullet point uh, and I'll get to your stuff in here in a second I'm so sorry. Um, uh, no, guy, we we um, agreed on Bosley. What was it now? Bosley Bosley Brink. <laughs> I forgot what it was. Uh, I'll get to that later, uh, guy in just a sec. Bosley Believers. That's what it is, guy. All right, and sec third to last topic, uh, or second to last topic. A little glimpse into how Hollywood works, and this isn't like some jaded uh, wise vet on the mountain. I'm not The Rock. I'm not Hugh Jackman. Um, but you don't have to be here long to know this. Unknowns do not get chances. They do, uh, but it's rare. And a lot of times you'll see um, somebody come out of the blue, and you're like, "Where did this person come from?" Um, they're maybe not known on, actually on the screen, but they're known in a major agency, or that it's they're known within a circle of people who know the right people. You know, and there's no gear. That's the one thing in this business I'll say is, is for new people coming in or just people from the outside looking in that just don't know, there's no rules. I'm not saying any of this like it's the hard and fast way, but rarely will studios put money and have the main person, the person holding the show on their shoulders be a completely unknown because they're putting in millions and millions of dollars. And have, I mean, you throw in millions and millions of dollars to a rock movie. It could go south and it'll still profit and studios love that and I mean wouldn't any of us love that is if we invest in something to be like well this could suck but I'll still make money so studios hate unknowns I mean I have I literally you can't see it because it's on my computer I literally have written in Sharpie on my monitor here and to remind me how to act with studios and auditions and it says will uh, will they trust me with millions and I when I go into auditions or when I meet people or go to networking events I need them to know because I'm an unknown that I don't know who this guy is, but I will trust him and believe in him enough to put millions into him and you know risk my livelihood. So it's extremely important to me that that you guys know kind of how this works. So unknowns don't get chances rarely. Like so, with with Mr. Child saying, "I want to cast an unknown," that's already unprecedented, and a beautifully perfect example of this uh, to kind of give you a little background. If you don't know this, it's an amazing story. If you do know this, uh, you'll you'll know exactly what I mean. Uh, the movie Deadpool. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's that comic book movie. is the first one that w took the rated R thing and went to town. Like uh, Logan, the Hugh Jackman, the last Hugh Jackman Wolverine movie, it was rated R because of vibe and some violence and some swear words. But Deadpool one and two broke the rules. They didn't. They barely deviated from the source material because the source and the source material was purely rated R. Jokes, vulgarity, swearing, the whole nine yards. So when it's been brandied about for, I think, like a decade, people, I mean, probably even longer, fans have wanted to see Deadpool on screen, but studios were like, hell no. By making a rated R movie, you've narrowed your audience. That's why a lot of movies you'll see go to like a PG-13 where the content is truly rated R, and you'll, you'll wonder why, why didn't they make this movie PG-13? They've opened their audience. They've opened their ticket sales. It's just kind of producing 101 wider wider uh, amount of people that can go to the movie more people will buy tickets narrow movie 
less people buy tickets. So when people were saying, let's make Deadpool, and then, you know, if they're like, let's make it rated G so all the kiddies can see it, fans were like, hell no, I don't want to see Deadpool rated G. Took years and years and years. And Ryan Reynolds was a known. He is a known, obviously. But at the time, he was pushing and he leaked the footage. If you don't know this, footage, CGI footage of a scene that actually made it into the first film was leaked to get fan support. And so you'll kind of see a parallel here. And that was Ryan Reynolds being part of that or accidentally being part of that. His voice was in it, so take what you will. But Ryan Reynolds was a known actor and he still couldn't get the studios to do it. And he's a known. So, and so he had, to, he had to use what his known name was to fight a studio that still didn't want to make a rated R comic book movie. And the thing that pushed the studio over the edge to make the risk, and even when they made it, they weren't sure how well it would do, obviously was when the fans lost their mind when they saw the footage. So that's why I'm kind of riding on his template is I'm an unknown. And so I got to do the same thing. So this is purely fan driven um, and source material driven and author driven. If Ryan Reynolds is a known had to put that fight up, I have a hell of a fight ahead of me and I'm not unaware of that. So that is why I'm taking this and I'm pushing it for all it's worth. Ryan Reynolds at least had his name. He releases a video viral. I mean, I don't know if you guys, if you and all are on Instagram, there's a picture of him, Jake Gyllenhaal, and um, I think Hugh Jackman. There's just three of them standing in front of a thing. It's the three coolest people on the planet. And just a picture of them making a silly face went viral. He can accidentally go viral. And he couldn't get Deadpool green lit easily. So that is how Hollywood works, is studios do not want to throw millions of dollars into something and go, we have no idea who this dude is. Um, and so that's why in the behind the scenes, me as an actor, you know, every decision I make, uh, I constantly um, think about how studios look at me. Um, you know, I still try to be real. And anybody, you're not going to find any footage of me online doing beer bongs. And if it was, it was like one party. You're going to see somebody you can invest in and believe in and that has family values and somebody that a studio will go, all right, we don't know anything about this guy, but he seems like a kind of guy we're going to put millions into. So that's how Hollywood works. And last point, uh, I probably should have brought this up earlier, is a lot of people don't know what height and weight look like on screen. Uh, in the books, he's six and a half feet tall, 250. I'm six and a half feet tall now, actually about 240. I accidentally lost 10 pounds when I was sick. I don't look physically like the character. Uh, to be the character, based on his description, and like the, a lot of people have comic uh, comic uh, renditions of him, I need to be almost like 280 pounds, which I'm fine. That's cool with me. I think any actor that wants a role, you know, I'm very, I envy Christian Bale. He does what it takes to get the, the physical part. <coughs> I apologize. Uh, I'll put on, I'll get 280 pounds, that's that. But people, uh, the reason we don't know how tall certain people are is because um, movies use camera angles, uh, right, wrong, or indifferent. Uh, to bring up Deadpool, Josh Brolin, he's not a sh he's not a tall guy, but he's not not a short guy, and people love that. I mean, they, they put his name in there, like, yeah, everybody, let's use him. Uh, if if our argument is height, just purely height. Uh, wrong. He's short <laughs> and he's not the right phys physique. It would be a lot more camera angles. Um, they couldn't make Tom Cruise look big. So people, we, we all, and I say we to be polite, but a lot of other people, not me, needs to realize if you're translating the book to screen, it's kind of like the bar. Here's a per okay, perfect. 
for Barbie to like, you know, there's that thing. Uh, there's some sort of online thing that says if you took Barbie a Barbie doll and translated it to a real human, her numbers would be just absurd. That's Jack Reacher in real life. Um, not that it'd be absurd, but six five two fifty is still kind of a skinny guy. I'm kind of skinny-ish. I got a little, you know, forty year old body fat layer. But again. Reacher isn't a bodybuilder. He's not like 3% body fat, but he's so super muscular, he looks lean. Uh, but 250 is actually kind of small for a six and a half foot tall guy. To be the build, I've seen a lot of renditions people like as far as like a kind of, kind of like almost graphic novel drawings. Um, I've been 290 and I would almost have to be 290 pounds. That's an additional 50 pounds on my body. That's a lot. Uh, and I don't have a problem doing that, uh, but a lot of people don't realize what six and a half foot, 250 is, so. And lastly, <coughs> uh, see if there's anything here. What I will do is the last part um, was a lot of people, and I'll not get too into it unless people want to. Um, some people explicitly, I've been kind of touching on it, but trying not to bore people to death because I want to be an actor, but not a bodybuilder. But in this case, uh, my this role has a training component to it. Some people have genuinely asked this, is, and I'm not making this up just to talk about my training regimen. Some people genuinely wanted to know uh, what I'm doing to try to get to that. Um, I'm basically Hollywood training. Um, I'm spending a, just eight weeks working primarily on upper chest which will get upper torso so chest front shoulders traps upper back i'm not not doing other body parts but by getting those giant it will give the illusion that translates jack reacher to screen so it will give this and he's i'm not looking out to be mr olympia or a bodybuilder look i'd actually reacher translated to a bodybuilding stage he would lose because his proportions wouldn't be right but to give kind of that reacher optical illusion from from page to screen I'm spending it. I'm doing this in multiple phases, but phase one is eight weeks purely of just chest and back, mostly upper chest and back. Um, my calories are through the roof um, because as I was sick, I accidentally lost uh, 10 pounds. So I got to do even more and eat even more. <coughs> so sorry. Um, so that's the short of what I'm doing. Very little cardio, but and also in the, my little uh, believe it, it'll happen mind. I'm also not discounting athletic training, you know, so I'm still, I'm going to actually start going back to doing parkour. Believe it or not, this big ass body can do like some decent amount of parkour and freestyle, free running, um, because I still want to be nimble and athletic. So I'm going to go back to doing parkour. I do a lot of Jim Jones. Some people think it's CrossFit, uh, training. So that that's very athletic. It'll keep me balanced. Um, uh, so because I'd like to fantasize again back to studios and money They're scared to have the main actor do stunts because of insurance purposes. Tom Cruise is an anomaly uh, So I, I'd like to do as much as possible. So I want to make sure I'm athletic. I'm, I'm getting old I need to not do anything unsafe and be broken. So I'm still lifting up lifting heavy things and putting them down lifting very heavy actually uh, doing a lot of that Jim Jones training for the functional athletic fitness part and, and I'll be incorporating a lot more stretching and, and, and parkour and, and possibly if I can get to some stunt classes I'll just do some stunt and fight classes just to kind of universally brush up my uh, toolbox. So those are my bullet points. Um, I'm going to go through the questions and answers right now. That was 30 minutes of me rambling. Um, lots of hellos. So I'll just say a blanket hello to everyone. 
thank you for the support and saying I need this. Um, just reading, reading, reading. Uh, kind of a spam message, so sorry, I'm ignoring you, brother. Uh, thank you for the support. Brenda, thank you, Adrian. Yeah, good point. It's like a job interview. Uh, Ryan, thank you for the uh, perfect for the fit. And yeah, Susan, uh, that's a good point. There's always going to be haters out there. Um, if this goes the way I want it to, I know I'm going to have to just accept that. I, I accept it now, but the purport, the numbers are smaller. Uh, I know inevitably it's going to be giant. I'm definitely going to have to be uh, babysat as far as trying to make everybody happy because I know I can't, but I do want to be different. And the thing is, is with this whole, I'm just going to call it the campaign. This is on this. There's none. This has never happened. The Ryan Reynolds Deadpool thing is kind of, but he was a known, um, and so that was where it was different. Um, this, this, the way I'm doing this, the way I want it to. I, I fantasize that someday a child and I are on the the couch for some late night talk show, tell, retelling this story on how the fans made the casting. They cast the 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 actor, um, and it was and it wasn't uh, you know so like everything was this huge collaboration. Like this. I challenge anybody in the history of any movie or TV show where this happened. I'm not trying to like make that my my platform, so to speak. I could, that's just an ancillary cool story. That's not why I'm doing it, but I'm pretty sure this has never been done. So I know hate a lot of hate's going to come with it. Um, and thank you, Brenda. Uh, I take this as a compliment, and I'll just relay this because if you guys aren't reading this, she goes, she's and I know she has been a supporter for a very long time. She goes, I, I've known you long enough to know you can morph into anything you need to be. Um, Again, I don't think I'm an amazing, perfect, cancer-curing actor, um, but I do pride myself on a lot of people. I, I, I love, this is the my best compliment. I get it, fortunately, a lot, where people go, holy crap, I didn't think you could do that. Because, uh, you know, we're, we li this is an industry specifically where you're judged, the, the book is judged by its cover, and that happens a lot. I pride myself on one of my closest friends uh, and instructors at the Strasbourg Institute, kind of a world famous like method acting school from Stanislavski. Uh, he said when I first walked in the classroom, he just assumed I was some big muscle dude that moved to LA that wanted to be an actor. And he said he was pleasantly surprised. And he tells me the story a lot. He was pleasantly surprised um, after one, some of my first scenes. He, and he said verbatim, holy shit, he can act. And I pride myself on that. I, I, I you know, I, I get the businesses judging a book by its cover and I'll just prove everybody wrong. And I, I love the fact people are surprised. Um, you know, like I said, I mentioned earlier, there's an audition scene I have online where I'm, you can tell I'm about to sexually abuse my daughter character when I speak in first person, uh, the character is, and it's, it's icky. It's really gross. <laughs> I mean, nothing happens, but you can, the air is there. You can tell what the character is going to do. And, uh, I love the fact that people go, holy crap, that's Jeff. I, I bought that as messed up as that is. So, uh. And, you know, and everything, it's constantly evolving. Uh, there's what's great about the books and acting is there's, you know, 20, I'm looking at however many I have, but I know there's 23, 24 books of source material. So, and uh, <coughs> I'm so sorry. And a lot of fans to help build that character. So a lot of the homework's already there. Um, Cynthia, thank you for the pointing three finger metaphor. I forgot about that. That's very true. Uh, thank you, Vicky. I know, uh, yeah, there's, if there's something you want, no, it's not arrogant to chase it. Um, 
Hi, Courtney. Hi, Guy. And Brenda, yeah, I, I agree. And I'm, it's really hard for me to say it because I'm, it's obviously I'm, I'm the one that wants the role, but I, I, I don't know who else they would cast. I really don't. Um, I don't know. Uh, and thank you, Brian. I've known that guy forever. It means the world to me. Uh, one of my first short films I did in LA was with this gentleman. So, uh, I guess this is a good thing to touch up on. Brian asked if you shot any short scenes from the books to showcase your skills. I'm not confirming or denying that, but hypothetically, there is a major, major production happening um, to do just that. And anybody who knows me knows I don't do anything small or half-assed. In fact, I actually have a meeting when this is done to uh, keep on keep that going. And it, <laughs> let me just say, the bloodlines involved in this thing, hypothetically, involve Marvel, the Fast and Furious franchise. Um, it's not. It's no joke. It will be. It will get to Mr. Child. And I would like to think Mr. Child will go, all right, this is our guy. And then he will also use that to pitch me to uh, whatever uh, streaming service he gets to. So, yeah, Brian, that's hap theoretically happening. Um, thank you, Adrian. I appreciate it. And, yeah, like, to touch on that. I mean, I, I've said this before, and I've, it's online. It's it's I can be quoted saying this multiple places where you hire the best actor, which I think I think as far as all the check boxes go, I, I truly think I'm that because best acting is subjective. Uh, obviously, that it's a subjective art, but I do know, and I'm I'm not dense or pretend dense to the point where I don't know what I'm offering. I, I have acting, and I do have. The military experience. Uh, I mean, the value uh, a studio would get out of me for a role I was born to play is priceless. I mean, there'd be you know I'd have to hone up on some things here and there. I'm not just plug and play, but I'm I'm damn near as plug and play as it gets. You know, they're not going to have to send me to some 12 week silly Hollywood actor boot camp to learn how to hold a gun. They've already saved that. Hell, we could start shooting tomorrow if they were okay with me not maybe being as big as they want. I mean, this I'm ready to go. <laughs> um, and yeah, thanks, James. Yeah, that's uh, it, IED is a perfect analogy for this industry, and I never thought about it. Um, yeah, Taylor, everything you just said, exactly. <laughs> and like you said, he looks like he said it looks like I've dropped 15 to 25 pounds. Um, about a year and a half, maybe two years ago, I was 290 pounds. And ironically, all I was booking were big, dumb animal roles. And so I dropped almost 50 pounds, and I was booking more because I looked more, a little bit more human. Now, ironically, I need that back. Um, uh, guy, I'm in there already. I'm in Reacher Creatures. There was actually some drama over there already. But yeah, no, I'm over there. I'm already in Reacher Creatures. Um, hey, Bridget. Yeah, guy. I mean, guy. Like here, again, here, here's the catch, though. Guy is that carrot, that actor. He was actually in Lost for a good chunk of seasons. So, like it, it that that's still for studios is a, is a warm and fuzzy. 
So he wasn't completely, not like it's a resume PP comparing contest, because that is beautifully, probably the closest comparison for me realistically. But Titus was a major role in Lost. So it's still studios, just they need that little warm and fuzzy. It's, it's really annoying for the clawing your way up people. Thank you, Donia. Hey, Jay. Bridget, no, Barbie is not realistic, but I thank you for saying I will do fine. Thank you, Brenda. Uh, she says she's seen me move fast. Um, I pride myself on being surprisingly nimble, uh, despite the fact last year I was running and broke my, <laughs> broke my arms. Uh, but yeah, I, I can do things a lot of people didn't think a big guy could do. Um, Joseph, hello. I miss, I miss New York already. It's starting to rain here. Uh, Carsey, ask more questions if you want. I, I know you were one of the people that were specifically curious. Uh, I kind of brushed over it because I didn't know you were here. Uh, so I have more if you want. Um, thank you, Brenda, for those supporting messages. Thank you, Tina, Marie. Um, yeah, again, I, this isn't like a part of or the reason I'm doing any of this. But yeah, I've never seen anything like this. I've seen actors cast in a role and then had to defend it passionately. <laughs> uh, and again, I go back to the Ryan Reynolds thing, but I, it was kind of before the internet was as much as it is maybe, or maybe he didn't want to get online as much. I'm not sure. But yeah, I've never seen anybody do this. Um, not because they haven't equally wanted something, but if this is the only role I have for 10 seasons of a TV show, I can die happy. Um, I, I wanted this role before I even knew I was actually going to make the take the risk to move to LA and try for it. Uh, the minute I read the first book, I, or my first book, I was, I, 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 I was stupefied about how much this man is me. And again, to touch on that, that's an interesting point. Um, everything you get about me online is, is real and it's not fabricated. Uh, but it is, you know, just like when you put on a professional face in a business meeting versus drink, your drinking buddies, you know, in private at a bar or at home. It's not that you're a fake or a different person. You just have different levels of filters. <coughs> Excuse me. So my online presence is, is genuine and it's real. But truly, if I'm alone with myself and my thoughts and I'm not campaigning and advertising and publicizing TV shows and movies, I really am. I'm Reacher. I, 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 I love the internet because it allows me to interact with you guys, but I'm sick of technology. <laughs> uh, I like my coffee. I'm drinking tea because I'm sick as a dog or my cough is still there um, but it's it's uncanny um, his mentality his, his 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 thoughts his processes um, if I were offline and somebody could just spy on me they would they would see Reacher and I, I know that and I pride myself on that um, so thank you Tina thank you Vicky uh, I do have the element of surprise but I'm kind of losing it which is kind of the goal of it is because I need studios to like when I met Lee for the first time, uh, as I understand it, uh, he, he already, the minute I saw me, he knew I was coming. Not like because he saw me there that night, but I go, hi, I'm Jeff, and he goes, I know who you are. <laughs> so it was awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Joseph. That's another good point. Um, it goes to the back to the act, the point of, it's called acting. Um, judging a book by its cover, nobody would think I could play a funny TV series where my character was a, I mean, I'm a, I'm a straight guy as Jeff, but my character was a straight guy infiltrating a uh, gay swimsuit model uh, cartel. And it was a hoot. It was so fun. And I know people that assume, based on my background, based on my upbringing, where I live, the jobs I've had, that I wouldn't want anything to do with it. 
I thought it was a kick in the ass. It was fun to goof around and play around and just not take myself seriously. And I pride myself on the fact that when people see that, there's been a lot of screen grabs from it that are taken out of context because people are just inappropriate. But if you watch the episodes, they're kind of in the same vein of um, like American Pie. It's kind of adult vulgar humor. Um, but if you watch them, they're funny as crap. And you're like, oh my God, I didn't think Jeff was capable of that, nor did I think he would do it. And it's fun as crap. So yeah, thanks Joseph. That means a lot to me. And, and, and yeah. Hi, John. Hi, Lisa. Uh, yeah, Lisa, I know you've been a, you've been a long time person. So, and I want this to get big enough where I can literally go to my followers list and fly everybody to the premiere. Uh, that would be astonishing. Um, try Thanks, Brenda. I feel <coughs> right when I say that. I physically feel fine, but there's this cough, and it's my throat's not sore, nothing's coughing up, but uh, people have chimed in and said they've had something similar for months, which is not encouraging. Um, Dave, great point. Yeah, you're meeting their personal representative. I love that. Yeah, Tina, I mean, I know not to, <laughs> this is a funny comparison. Nothing in this industry you should set your heart on and because you know it's an industry of weird decisions or decisions you may not understand you just got to let it go or you're just it's a it's a it's a constant up and down and uh, I've turned off my knowing to not get into it on this one so if this doesn't go my way I will probably be crushed I might have to disappear from society for a couple months <laughs> but I, I like what Tina said is I want this so bad I'll be more believable in the role because I'm living, eating, and breathing this, uh, and as are uh, as is uh, the director and screenwriter of the theoretical project that we're shooting. Um, John, and that's cool. You're the great Mr. Connolly, a perfect example. He only knows me from the campaign, so he's new to me, um, and so that uh, individuals like that gentleman, he, he's um, he is kind of the people I want to retroactively get to know me because now, unfortunately. He only knows me from this guy just like going, I want to be Jack Reacher, look at all these pictures, I'm annoying. Uh, so I, I, people like Mr. Connolly, it means the world to me that he gives me the time of the day to uh, hopefully portray a character he holds so dearly. So thank you, Mr. Connolly. Uh, Kale. <laughs> so I was, a, I was an RA in college in, uh, when I went to college in Washington. And Mr. Kale here uh, was one of my residents. And he says I was a great RA. So if you can't cast Jack Reacher from my skill set, my acting, and the fact I'm pretty much Jack Reacher, cast me because I was a good RA in college. So that should push you all over the edge. Netflix, decision's been made. I'm a good RA. Uh, hey, Trish. Yeah, so, Mr. Matthew, I haven't gone live for a while. I'm trying to, like, pace myself because I know I'm pretty uh, intense lately. Thank you, Brenda. I'm very hopeful that's true. Mr. Collinsworth, yeah, um, I, <laughs> I will be pretty crushed. Uh, I don't even want to think about it. I'm, I'm not good at that. I call it hippie stuff, but I'm trying not to think about it, uh, ignorantly or otherwise. Thank you, Bridget. Um, you made a good comment today, and I don't know where it was, but I remember, and I appreciate it. You took time to write a pretty good comment, so thank you, Bridget. Um, so yeah, that's 45 minutes, unless anybody has new comments, which I don't see any. I tried, I literally went one by one. Um, 
that's essentially it. I guess I'll just tell you what's kind of next on the horizon. Everybody is asking, you know, when will they make a decision? The way films and projects work is there's rumor, there's kind of like tiers. Tier one is rumored, which is pretty much useless as far as dependability. The next tier is in development, which means people are involved. And then from there on out, I think this is in development. Well, I know it's in development because Mr. Child has said it. Uh, his name's on the IMDb as an executive producer. And so it's in development, but nothing is, there's no offices, there's no casting offices, there's no casting directors, so we're way ahead of the game, which is good because the minute the traditional system gets involved, uh, new people are screwed, unknowns are screwed. They're not gonna give you the time of the day. Uh, so, you know, no matter, Mr. Child has a lot of say, which is rare, so that helps, but the minute traditional systems are in play, you have to professionally go through those traditional channels which is just a professional thing to do. And they're not gonna give you the time of day, right, wrong, or indifferent. So currently there are no channels or no uh, gates to get through. So that's why I'm going to town on this. Uh, they said it's, uh, yeah, and to answer that, that's kind of what I was talking about at least is a set decision date for casting the role, no. There's, it's all unknown. And, there, and that's kind of the unfortunate stressful thing about this industry is you don't know till you're told. Uh, there's no predictability, there's no set template. Um, this could, I mean, not to be, this is kind of depressing. This could be two, three years for all we know. I mean, Deadpool took 10 years, uh, for use that, to use that example. Uh, and for all I know, I'd like to fantasize behind the scenes. Mr. Child goes, well, we met, we met our Jack. Uh, let's start signing some paperwork and get this done. Now that we know him, the rest is easy. So, uh, Ducky, Mr. Ducky, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, that's where that's at, uh, officially as far as I believe I want to say Skydance. They were the that's Mr. Cruz's production company. Um, this is all online. This isn't like secret. Um, I believe they're not involved anymore, which kind of makes sense if Cruz isn't. Um, but I believe it's still under the umbrella of Paramount Pictures. Uh, and the only other knowns I have are Paramount Pictures and Child. Uh, and beyond that, it's all unknown. So that's, that's as far as the official thing. <coughs> um, good question. Um, Elise asks. But is waiting for this role limiting you trying out for other? No, I'm a, I have an audition tomorrow at least for a major show on CBS tomorrow or Tuesday. Um, so no, I'm not like not looking for other work. But uh, the like I said, this is so astronomically such an anomaly where they're going to look at an unknown actor to lead a TV show for many, many, many seasons. Those auditions don't come across my plate, not because I'm incompetent or un, un, in, unskilled or whatever. It's they don't give unknowns that chance, so I don't even get these this level of auditions. So I'm, I currently not have had this level of opportunity to even conflict with this existence. So I'm going to keep on auditioning. I'll get parts in SWAT or SEAL Team or NCIS, and you know it'll be in and out, shoot for a couple weeks. You know, like I was in on Vice, that Christian Bale movie. Like I was there for two weeks and I'm in the movie for like two minutes. Um, so, no, I, I, and this is the other thing, at least to make it clear, um, I met, posted this the other day is this is my job. So I use this to put food on my table. So no, I'm, I'm looking for work. I love my job. I love acting. Second to that, I love this role more than any other role I've ever considered or looked at ever. So no, I'm absolutely not, not, I'm not, I'm not, not looking at auditions. Uh, like I said, I have an audition Tuesday. In fact, 
you know, a little reveal, but I won't let you see it because it says it what it is on here. But I mean, here's the script, here's the details. Uh, I have to learn, uh, brush up on my Russian accent. So I always get cast as a Russian. So uh, no, good question. Um, let me answer these real quick before I continue what I was saying. Okay, John, I'm about to answer that here in a sec after I read this. Um, Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, so part one, or to continue the uh, official parts of this, yeah, he's still look, uh, child. Mr. Child is still looking for a showrunner, which basically it is what it sounds like—the person who runs the show. Um, they kind of they're the f everything, and then they trickle down from there. Um, and uh, sometimes that person can end up being the director for a while, or they might direct the first season and then hand it off. Um, but yeah, there's. Child and Paramount are the only things like factual, and even like that's the other thing is until ink is dry, uh, just like anywhere in this in this city or in this world in this city, that's just particularly true. You know, like great example is the another movie I was pimping out. Uh, I was on, I was in Korea shooting it for six months, and I'm in it for now. I'll round up to maybe I was I was in the movie for like five minutes, so nothing is real until you're in the t in the theater. <laughs> so. Um, but now the unofficial part of that, um, I don't want to get in too much detail, but if you like Killing Floor, and if you like the scene where he avenges Joe's murder, um, there are some major, major ridiculously large things happening with that, theoretically, that will uh, sell Jeff Bosley as Jack Reacher. It will sell the individuals I know from Marvel and Fast and Furious, I've called in every, uh, theoretically, I've called in all the stops for this thing. Uh, no no joke. <laughs> um, it will be awesome, and I'll probably get sick again. Let me put it that way. So for those of you who know Killing Floor, yeah, a lot of it happens in the rain and in a pool. So, yeah. Um, so that's kind of what's happening with uh, uh, short video segments, theoretically. Uh, I'm going. I'm going. Ryan Reynolds on that, uh, and but his was all CGI, so <laughs> uh, that's kind of not easier. But there's less moving parts. Um, this, uh, if <laughs> hypothetically, obviously, I don't want to say anything committed. Uh, but yeah, for us, we have to get Bentleys, mansions, pools, rain. Ironically, it's raining right now. That sucks. Uh, stunt actors, stunt performers. Um, pads, wardrobe, food, towels. Did I say rain towers? Rain towers, wardrobe, um, rehearsal space, special effects, weapons. It's not a small thing to throw a little thing together, especially the way I do it. I don't, I don't half-ass much. Um, moving on. Um, Brenda, no, thank you. That I do this for that. Uh, I, I. This sounds cheesy, but. I do this for you all to watch. <laughs> I don't act to watch my own movies, so you liking watching me act is why I do it. So thank you. Um, interesting, Dave. Uh, other than Lee Child's page, where else can we vote? Okay, I'll, po I'll copy and paste it right now, uh, Mr. Collinsworth. Um, the change.org thing, we're not going to change anything with it, but we're going to be able to show numbers, which in an industry of needing to see proof that's why i created this so i'm going to post the petition uh, diana i don't know if everyone has posted i wish i, I 
brain dumped and didn't think to do that when I first kicked off this whole campaign. I wish I would have because it would have been made more sense. But yeah, the petition, I just posted it. Um, I it's in anything I post, it's there. I kind of constantly const, copy and paste the same little bio taglines, hashtags. So everybody always has the same access, but yeah, the, the petitions right there. Um, John, honestly, I, I'm, I'm, the idea of a GoFundMe for this hypothetical project um, has crossed my mind because nothing is cheap. And uh, the way we're doing it is super not cheap. So it's crossed my mind, but those always just, I always, I have a weird reservation against those, not in a judgmental way, um, but we do need help. <laughs> uh, I'll ponder that, I guess. Um, Yeah, um, for those who noticed, yeah, it's uh, the VA gave me that quilt, and uh, I don't let Izzy lay on the couch or the bed without it. So she knows she's a, if it's opened up, she knows she's allowed to sleep on the bed. So yeah, that's Izzy. <laughs> um, but I think I'm caught up on all the comments. <sighs> all right, cool. That was almost an hour. Um, I'll wrap it at that, so I don't just sit here and ramble. Uh, people are going to be listening to this and, uh, <coughs> I'm sorry. Um, I will put this up on Spotify and iTunes as a free, uh, podcast just for people. To, if you need to listen to it in the car, uh, obviously I'll post the hell out of the links and everything. Um, I appreciate you all chiming in and interacting. Um, uh, Marvel equals Jeff. Thanks Bridget. Oh God, to be in a Marvel show. That's another dream. Um, but thank you everyone for chiming in. Um, appreciate your comments, your feedback. Um, thank you, Mr. Conley. I guess keep the power, fight the power, keep me in the loop, uh, tag, post, share. Um, any support is support. There's no, this is so unprecedented. That's the one thing I guess I'll leave y'all with is this is so unprecedented. There's no rule. Uh, there's nothing we can do wrong other than you saying bad things about me. Uh, but other than that, uh, go to town. Uh, the power of the internet is, it's a real thing. And um, studios, if they can get a warm and fuzzy where they know fans are going to come and support a decision made, the best we can do is that. So, uh, and just for me and my little inner spirit, this means the world to me. So I genuinely thank you. Uh, you guys giving a crap about it and believing it as much as I do means the world to me. So I will end it at that. So thank you everyone so much. Have a great, for me, rainy Saturday. All right. Bye-bye.